why can't the church just get it right? It, it has nothing to do with liberal or conservative. It has everything to do with right and wrong, godly and ungodly, holy and unholy. Pretty simple. He said, go sin no more. I want to talk about the things that matter. Let's discuss how we can change the church to be a better church. Straight Up with Dwayne Guyton. So what's on my mind today? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever the case may be. While you are listening, I am Dwayne Guyton, and this is Straight Up. Uh, you know, honestly, I've got quite a bit on my mind today, and i uh, going to try not to uh, chase the rabbit around the tree. But uh, one thing that I, I've gotten to into the habit of doing, I want to talk about. I've gotten into a habit in the mornings. I get up, I let the dogs out, and I take my me time. And in that time, I read my devotion, check my emails, and scan through my news feed to try to vet the news as much as you possibly can with as much fake, biased news as there is out there. Then I commenced to getting dressed for today. Well, a couple of days ago, I woke up. And I go about my routine and I see an article after article after article involving the New Zealand shooting that took place uh, here shortly ago and uh, where someone went into a mosque in uh, New Zealand. And I mean, it was from every major media source, national as well as local. And when I see this, I read the story, then I check out the comments, and naturally, anyone who cares uh, has heard about the mass genocide of Christians going on right now in Nigeria, well, obviously, except the mass media, because it's getting virtually no to very little coverage, yet it's happening as we speak. It's not an isolated incident. It's happening all over the world. A lot of comments on these articles about New Zealand are calling out the media regarding why the Christians being slaughtered isn't getting the same coverage. And then you've got others who attack those people, calling them hypocritical because they say something and they accuse those people of fake outrage when they speak up. Well, all righty then. Well, the thing is... I, I don't see where most of these people are belittling the deaths of these Muslims. I mean, of course, you're going to have your jerk out there. You're going to have that occasional moron that is going to mouth off and and say something inappropriate. It happens. It, it This is the world we live in. But, you know, the death of these, of these Muslims in, the, in this mosque in New Zealand is a tragedy. It's uncalled for. And I believe where the very real outrage lies in this predicament is basically the fact that hundreds of Christians are slaughtered yearly and the media ignores it. I mean, blatantly ignores the genocide that goes on on a regular daily basis, yet let one Muslim get killed by some evil lunatic and there's a media frenzy that gets politicized into a worldwide gun debate. And of course, now New Zealand is calling for the confiscation of guns in their country. They're basically removing all guns. Uh, or, or No, 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 no. Let me change that. They're not removing all guns. They're collecting all guns from law-abiding citizens. Wow. Can you believe it? Yeah. You've got law-abiding citizens 
who are going up to their local police stations and saying, here, I want you to take my guns because I don't feel safe with a gun in the house. Okay. Well, that's just stupid. Because honestly, I own several guns and I feel very safe in my house. As a matter of fact, if I did not have my guns, I would not feel safe. I'm, I'm not understanding the hypocrisy in the world where the law-abiding citizen must relinquish their defense, their method of defense, while the criminal is not going to follow any law. That's why they're called criminals. Because they do illegal practices, which consist of a mass murder job at a mosque in New Zealand. See, the problem is with a lot of this hypocrisy is as well, you only see anyone in society bringing up hypocrisy when Christians start voicing their opinions. It's true. My heart goes out to all victims of violence in the name of religion. It's all wrong. But why does the media parade the deaths of Muslims and how tragic it is? And it is tragic. We are not belittling this fact. But they purposely ignore the mass slaughter of Christians that happen on the daily. That honestly should anger everyone. And, and what really gets my attention is when these Christians speak out, they get attacked Naturally, it's expected. It's what happens next that irritates me. You know, I expect the world to to buck up against Christianity. They've been doing it for over 2,000 years. If you are a Christian, at some point in your life, you are going to face opposition from the world. If you don't face opposition from the world, I'm kind of worried about you if you're doing it right. Because the world hates God. The world hates Jesus Christ. And if you are truly representing Jesus Christ, they're going to hate you. But the thing, like I said, that that really gets under my skin and that happens quite often when Christians are attacked verbally is that suddenly they go quiet. I mean, really? It's like some pansy robot is in their ear saying, do not engage, do not engage. Well, listen, I say engage, but be prepared. Be prepared and handle yourself accordingly and do it with love. But stop backing down every time adversity comes your way. There's a big difference in turning the other cheek and surrendering. We have got to stop being weak Christians. Folks, this country is in a process of dismantling. You can mark the words of, of, of this radio guy right here when I say we are on the very cusp of a civil war. And I'm not talking about where people shout back and forth. I'm talking about bloodshed. I firmly believe that we are on the cusp of an actual blood-spilling Civil war in the United States like we have never, ever seen before. And you look back to the Civil War of the 1800s, and I believe this is going to make that look minuscule. You know, we're spoiled because we've never really experienced turmoil on our soil, on American soil, since the Civil War. But 
unless you absolutely live under a rock, you can clearly see another war is coming. No, no, you know what? I take that back. A war isn't coming. It's here. It's just the first physical shot has not been fired yet. But it's coming. And you know, it's not against your beliefs. It's not because, it's strictly because they hate your God. They hate you because they hate God more. So what do we do? You better armor up. And I'm not talking about guns. Obviously, well, you know, you need to armor up and you need to educate yourself in self-defense. But what I'm talking about is prayer and the word of God. You better start hitting your knees and getting to know him because the time is coming in the very near future where your true colors are about to be tested. Will you be able to stand? Or will you continue to be some pansy back row Christian, if you can even call it that, that is going to just fizzle away? You know, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering you are. In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Jesus Christ. So after you have suffered a little while... He will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. All power to him forever. Amen. I'd love to tell you I came up with that, but no, that was straight out of the Word of God. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 through 11. You know, this is an evil world that we live in. We're not going to belittle that in the, in the slightest. This world is evil. We've got people killing babies as they exit the womb. We've got homosexual drag queens reading stories to your kindergartners in the libraries. And the government is saying it's perfectly okay. We've got male and female students sharing the same locker room. And the thing is, you know what? That boy... In high school, can walk into any locker room that he wants and begin changing clothes. And if your daughter is offended, so what? That's what the world says. The world says your kid has no right to be offended. I say take a stand. We've got to stop being pansy Christians and start being the kind of Christian that will make a whip out of rope and turn over tables. What would Jesus do? Well, you might want to go study that one a little more. Guys, I love you. I'm Dwayne Guyton. I'm out of here. Straight Up with Dwayne Guyton.